Hitman. Let's get into it. Published by GMT Games and designed by Richard Borg. Released originally in 2006. Commands and Colors Ancients depicts warfare from the dawn of military history. Starting in 3000 BC uh, to the opening of the Middle Ages, 480. Um, so let's see. Uh, it's a uh, Here's the uh, description, the uh, box description. A unique historical game system which allows players to effectively portray stylized battles from uh, certain points in history. 15 battles here in the base set of commands and colors uh, showcase in the scenario booklet. Um, focus on the important terrain features and the historical deployment of forces in scale with the game system. Battles include uh, Bagradas, Kanai, and Zama. Um, Larrett, the scale of the game fluctuates from battle to battle. For some scenarios, an infantry unit may represent a legion of fighters, while in other scenarios, a unit may represent just a few brave warriors. Um, so unlike its older brother, it says here, Battle Cry, which we haven't gotten to the table. We do have a copy. We haven't got uh, It's a little more complex and contains additional historical details without the battlefield clutter. Most scenarios will play to a conclusion in less than an hour. We found that to be pretty true. Yeah. Uh, the, commands, the command card system drives movement, creates a true fog of war, and presents both challenges and opportunities. There are four types of command cards, leadership cards, section cards, troop cards, and tactic cards. The battle die system resolves all combat efficiently and quickly. Each battle die has one light, one medium, one heavy, one leader, one flag, and one sword symbol. The game mechanics, although simple, will require strategic card play, historical tactics, timely dice rolling, timely dice rolling, <laughs> and an aggressive yet flexible plan to achieve victory. So, Laird, uh Commands and Colors Ancients is the... Let's see, the third Commands and Colors game we played, we played a lot of Samurai Battles for our review of that. Check out our SoundCloud page, um, and we played one game of Memoir 44. Now, I got to say, although, and we'll get into it, there are a few things that I really love about Samurai Battles mm -hmm. and things that are in Samurai Battles that I love that are missing from here. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, Ancient so far is kind of my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, I can... I mean, Samurai Battles is really good, but it's so much uh, extra to deal with those figures. So. Yeah, and putting them together and uh, storing them in the box, getting them out, getting them all set up. I mean, you've got like a base, and you got to put four figures in that base. And yeah, I mean, it is kind of a pain putting the flags on them. Mm. And this one, this is a while not like an actual block war game mm -hmm. because it's got stickers on both sides i mean it uses blocks yeah so these blocks represent your units and if you're if it's a small or medium or regular heavy unit you've got four blocks if it's a cavalry unit you've got three if it's like an elephant unit you've got two so i mean i really like the blocks right yeah i mean it's a lot less fiddly uh it's just get good feel on the map right yeah yeah they're satisfying to move and their similarity is comforting despite the the different stickers they're all sized you know they're they're comfortable to look yeah. at so uh what's cool about commands and colors in general but ancients uh as well is you start out we pick a scenario you find a cool scenario um it's got special rules so you look at the special rules oh we're going to add a whatever into this battle or uh this person can do this Whatever this river, this river is not fordable. Mm -hmm. Different things like that. You look at uh, what it says here. It'll say this person starts out with six command cards. This person starts out with four command cards. This person goes first. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we always read the entire historical background of the battle, which is a lot of fun, right? Yeah, and it usually reveals why. Like for example, if one team has a, a real superiority. And whatever that'll show, you know, it'll be explained in that text. It's really cool. Yeah, and 
we read the historical thing around it. We get our command cards and we start going. And since we've been playing uh, commands and colors, the system, we've gotten, at least I have, a lot more efficient with the use of my cards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, originally it was, oh, I guess I'll play this. Uh, I got more units in the right, so I'm going to play the right. Mm-hmm. But no, we've started actually kind of like being a lot more tactical yeah. with our decisions in this game. I mean, because you don't have the fog of war from not having the blocks, from not being able to see which unit it is. Yeah. So you know which units are coming at you, but it's the cards. I mean, it's such a cool card-driven war game. I mean, I really, yeah. really like that aspect of it. It is really cool, and it does a really cool job of en- encompassing both somewhat of that fog of war where you, you can see what's uh-huh. coming but not necessarily knowing when, but also the actual historical limitations that commanders would have faced in a battle. You couldn't have endlessly and perfectly com- conveyed your, mm-hmm. your wishes to all these generals across these the scale of these battlefields. So it's kind of cool in that one general is only one man, and he you know can give orders to as many as people as he can, but they can only disseminate them so fast. Yeah. So it's kind of cool in that it takes that into account too. Like, You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's more of a, a signaling rather than a, a guy just being God yeah. and, and giving orders immediately to everybody exactly what to do. Yeah, for sure, man. And I love the way the the cards work so you've got the section guards which say you know give a command to three units in the left section Hmm. but then you've got the cool surprises which is like the outflanked card which Hmm. is like give a command to two units in the right and left section i mean that's kind of a surprise when you play it oh they're going to be coming at me from both sides and we've talked about before with these games i mean my favorite thing to do is to play the card roll the dice and i mean it really the battle kind of plays out in your head i mean it's a lot of fun then you've got cool stuff like the leadership cards which if you can get yourself set up by playing section cards like move units into the right place Mm -hmm. then play a leadership card that says command uh command units and align with this leader connected to a leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, we were doing stuff where like, you know, 10 foot units across the board mm-hmm. are attacking all at once. I mean, yeah, you can, once you get some of the really cool cards in play and, and understand how to set them up, you can really, I mean, and it's like stuff like a uh, move, fire, move, or is it? Yeah. Move, fire, move. Yeah. There's like ba- uh, battle charge and, you know, I'm Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or is cool, that from the expansion? cool cards like that. Uh, I'm Spartacus. Uh, well, the expansion doesn't add in any cards. Oh, okay. Uh, it just, it'll let you do different things with the cards, which okay. is kind of cool too. But yeah, so the cards, first of all, the cards are really great, but then you go into the dice. So you've got the really tactical nature of the cards, which, you know, I might have six cards and you have four, but it, I mean, it really explains why, but you have, you know, seven or eight more units than I do too. You yeah. Know what or, I'm saying? Yeah. It's a, it's usually pretty balanced. And, uh, but then you go into the dice. So the dice add just a really fun, I mean, dice are always fun to roll, but it adds just this really cool luck element, but that luck is somewhat mitigatable because you've got your own cards and you can get yourself into the position that even if the dice don't roll out for you, you're at least in position to when you do get some good dice rolls to be able to do something. Yeah. And you've also got things on the dice like leader symbols, and leader symbols are how you get leaders. And what what else do you have on the dice? The sword symbols, so mm-hmm. that you got cool stuff like that, you know. So you roll a hit, you get a normal hit, right? But then you roll a sword symbol. A sword symbol is only close combat. So you've got units that are range combat, your circle units, and you don't get 
a sword hit sword with hits him. with them because they're they're not close combat guys. They don't have swords or whatever. You yeah, know? and you got like specialty units, heavy armor infantry that can disregard sword hits and yeah, stuff like for that. For sure. And uh, one of the fun things about this game is, like I said, mitigating those dice rolls because you're rolling. You know, I didn't move with this ranged unit, so uh, I get to roll two dice, right? Mm-hmm. But then you've played something or done something that's all of a sudden letting you roll four dice for that unit. I yeah. mean, that's the fun stuff of, about mitigating those dice rolls. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. So what you're doing in this game, light units or, or ranged units are represented by a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, medium units are represented by a triangle. Yeah. And heavy units are represented by a square. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing in this is rolling the dice, and they have those symbols on them. So you've got a sword unit, uh, a sword symbol, a leader symbol, a retreat symbol, and then one of each of the three shapes. Mm-hmm. And, man, when you see that, it's just so satisfying to, like, oh, I got a unit, right? Yeah. So what you're doing is when you say this unit's attacking this unit, and then you roll it, okay, it's a circle, you take one of those blocks away. Mm-hmm. Once you've taken all the blocks out of a single unit, you get a victory banner. And that's, you know, how many points you're going to. So the scenario will say uh, play to eight victory banners. So the first person to get eight victory banners wins the scenario. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing about these commands and colors games. And I guess just war games in general, they're not trying to change the historical context of the battle. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, you know, play until you've completely wiped out their you know, forces. Yeah. It's saying play to this number of in samurai battles, it's leaders and this it's victory banners. So it's saying, you know, even if you are on the playing in the game, the losing side of this original battle, Mm -hmm. you could have still gotten taken out eight complete units. So it's just saying the first to do that. Yeah. I think that's cool about war games that they're not trying to change the historical outcome of the game. Yeah. The battle still goes on after you're, Oh, I won and put the game up that battle would have continued and whatever side won would have won, you know? Yeah. I think that's really cool, you know? Yeah. Um, I really like the terrain in this game. The terrain's always fun. Making people retreat is always fun. And then you've got really cool stuff in this. Like, what was the thing that was in this that wasn't in um, in Samurai Battles? It was uh, like Evasion. Evasion. And we haven't used that very much. Like, no. Because we played so much Samurai yeah. Battles, it's hard to think about. Yeah, well, see, I think Samurai Battles, stylistically, they weren't such a retreating... Yeah. culture like they were more death before yeah you know retreat but uh yeah you can uh, we never use evasion because we never think about it but it's kind of an extra step between like if you declare you're going to battle it it's an extra step where right there I, as the defender would say okay i'm not going to evade and that means i can battle back if my unit's left or no i'm going to try to evade i think it makes it less likely for you to hit and it also gives me an opportunity to move like one or two hexes somewhere. Yeah, and you don't get to do any battle backs. Yes. And that's another fun thing about Commands and Colors is battle backs. So if you're doing close combat and they don't make you retreat, you get to battle back. So mm-hmm. they take out one of your units and you get to immediately roll the dice that your unit would roll and fight them back. Mm-hmm. But then if they do make you retreat, they get to gain ground also. Yeah. So they run up on you and get to attack again. So, I mean, you got some just some really fun stuff in this game. Um, I got to say a couple of the things that I really love in Samurai Battles that are missing here. One of the negatives about this game is, I mean, it is kind of tough to set up. Yeah. Because you, for each, you know, I feel like there should be two scenario booklets, mm-hmm. right? One for you, one for me. So we can oh, each yeah. look at the picture because it's so hard passing that thing back and forth or setting it up in the good place to be able to see what units we each need. Yeah. And it does kind of take a while to set up. We're getting faster and faster and faster at yeah. it. Yeah. 
putting all your blocks in like specific bags. I mean, or, organization in this game is key to like a quick setup. I would yeah. love like a uh, foam core insert nah, for this. A nice that perfect like, one. Yeah, that had like some sort of representation that showed like in here are this color, you know, medium cavalry or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and the scenarios are fantastic, man. I really like the scenarios. I mean, we've played, uh, I can't even <laughs> begin to say, because we've been playing the uh, expansion here lately, so we played Battle of Marathon and stuff like that. But from the base game, I can't remember some of the battles we played, but, I mean, they really are expansive, and you get stuff like, you know, you're doing Rome versus Carthage at the beginning, so it'll say use use this color like instead of using this for this person use it for carthage you know what I yeah mean? yeah but uh okay some of the things missing that i really liked from samurai battles and tell me if you feel the same way mm-hmm. are dragon cards yeah so in samurai battles you have dragon cards and i don't know if those are in any of the other commands and colors because you've also got battle cry mm-hmm. as a commands and colors game and what's the uh you got napoleonics that's mm-hmm. also from gmt games and then you've got battle lore which is the fantasy version yeah. of uh, Commands and Colors. So there's a ton of, ton of Commands and Colors games, and now the new one is uh, The Great War, which mm. is a World War One version that just finished up on Kickstarter about a month ago. Hell yeah. So there's a lot of Commands and Colors out there. But, uh, but yeah, that, the Dragon Cards are one of the things missing that I uh, really wish were here because Dragon Cards really mitigate some of that luck. Those are fun to play, man, and you can play them on your turn or not your turn. Like, you do whatever they say. You get a dragon card, and uh, they're just extra actions. They're just, like, Some of them are pretty wild. Cards. They're pretty much instants, you know Yeah, I mean? they're like, um, like, one of them might be famine, and it's like, roll this many dice, and then the other player loses this many of this type of unit, this many of this type, and... You know, it's just random cool stuff. Yeah, man. And there, there's also really fun stuff in uh, just Ancients and Commands and Colors in general where you'll play a card that'll say, roll all your dice. For every triangle unit, um, you know, order two of... For every triangle rolled, order two triangle units. For every circle rolled, rolled order two circle units. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but the other thing that's missing that is, to me, is really missing that I'm very sad about in this game <laughs> is... Uh, Honor and Fortune? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So they're just these little tokens. They're Honor and Fortune tokens. Each person starts the game out with cer- a certain amount. Mm-hmm. You can also decide not to draw a new dragon card. And get some. To get Honor and Fortune. And there's maybe one other way to get them. I can't remember. Yeah, you, there's a couple There's a couple ways to get them. Certain maneuvers will get them for you. Yeah. Uh, and also Seppuku. Com- oh, committing yeah. suicide. Ritual yeah. suicide will get you. But yeah, man. Some um, honor. <laughs> one of the... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but one of the fun things about Honor and Fortune tokens is it's what really allows you to pay Honor and Fortune and roll more dice. Yeah. So, I mean, Samurai Battles kind of has the more like, oh, I'm going to roll more dice, more dice, because more can, dice is always fun. Yeah, you can pay any of those Honor and Fortune to add an, a dice to a roll, which is really hard to do. In you can get a few, there's a few cards that let you roll extra dice with certain types of units in Ancients, but not very many. Yeah, so I would say even though the... Uh, Samurai Battles is more fiddly and, like, a bigger game. Yeah. I mean, Ancients is a little more gamerly in that respect. It's a little less um, American thematic in the dice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's saying you roll two dice, you roll two dice. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time. There's a few ways to mitigate the number of dice, but, man, I really love in Samurai Battles how many dice you can roll at a time. You can really pump it up. And it's a, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, but yeah, Commands and Colors Ancients, except those two things, I really wish. And you know, this was 2006, 
Samurai Battles was last year. Yeah. So maybe going forward, that will be in the system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Next, next Ancients expansion. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun, right? Or at least the Great War. Maybe that's got yeah, Honor he, and Fortune or whatever the equivalent is. Yeah. But man, I am just in love with Commands and Colors. Easily top five games of all time. Um, Ancients, especially. I mean, the system in general, it's definitely my favorite out of the entire system. Uh, any thoughts on just the game in general, man? Uh, no, it's really cool. Uh, I think it's a really interesting and intelligent way to package some of the, like they said, they changed the scale, some battles. Yeah. I mean, but it's just to make it a good game. And it is that, and it also is, you know, probably relatively historically, you know, right. Yeah, man. And while it is a serious game, and, like, I love the history lesson that's in the yeah. in it. I mean, just reading the actual rules, not even the scenarios. You get a history lesson about yeah. what different things did and who is who. But, I mean, reading those uh, scenario, the background on the scenarios is a, a lot of fun to read those. The terrain is always really cool. And, I mean, what different terrains can do. They get more into what terrain does in Samurai Battles. Yeah. And well, this is just sort of there. Yeah, there's a lot of... Stuff that, uh, you know, and it's in special rules sometimes that, like, oh, this hill is tall enough to provide a ranged advantage or disadvantage if you're on it. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. But um, one thing I really love about Ancients and Commands and Colors in general is that it's a war game. While it's very good and, like, just a great tactical war game, it's a war game that, to me, isn't taking itself incredibly seriously. Yeah. This isn't a hex encounter game. This isn't blocks in Africa. This is a war game, I think, to bridge the gap between people who haven't played war games and getting into war games. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect for that. Yeah. If you've ever been interested in war games, but it just seems really, really daunting, grab Commands and Colors Ancients or Memoir 44, even probably. I mean, this is my favorite, but I've only ever played one scenario of Memoir 44, you know? Yeah. So grab Commands and Colors something. Battle or Memoir 44, Ancients, one of those, and, I mean, you will be hooked, I believe, <laughs> because it is just, I mean, you could play these scenarios just over and on over. and on, and there's so many. I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface of Ancients, and we played quite a few, at least four four scenarios out of that. I mean, we already knew the system so well. It was just getting what was new in this game versus Samurai Battles. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, Battle Cry we haven't played, but it was the first, and I think it's kind of the most... Uh, um, lacking of all of them just in like it's just been so much more fleshed out as the games have gone polished on. but yeah if you're interested in war games and they just have ever seemed daunting and like something you couldn't tackle try out commands and colors first and if and i think you'll kind of know if you if you're interested in getting more into war games yeah you know what i'm saying um setup is kind of crazy it's not as bad as samurai battles with the uh miniatures but sticker and all those blocks is kind of nuts initial setup yeah i lucked out on the base game i bought it used at the bgg con flea market and it was already stickered <laughs> uh when i when i had to go and start stickering the uh first expansion i realized i was very glad that the <laughs> base game had already been stickered but yeah man uh we've got all the expansions <laughs> to us uh, uh, commands and colors so we're going to be talking about commands and colors for a while Probably three years. Yeah. Uh, next week on the show, uh, we're going to be covering the first expansion, which is Greece and the Eastern Kingdoms. And uh, from then on, we'll just cover all of them. And they all come with interesting stuff. I mean, there's one random expansion that came with card holders. 
Yeah. Which we used this last time, but it's just in the like third or fourth expansion. Just There's another some card extra holders. Yeah. Value. Some of them come with more terrain. Some of them come with more cards. Some of them come with just different stuff, like whatever they wanted to add in that certain expansion, but they all come with new scenarios. Yeah. So that, you know, new scenarios and new blocks. That's the base. And then, you know, whatever else they come with. But we're going to be covering that for a while. But Commands and Colors Ancients is. In my estimation, I mean, it's easily in my top five games of all time. And I'm, I mean, it's not like I've played a thousand games or anything, but it's fantastic, man. I really love Commands of Colors Ancients. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, it's one of those games you could play for years. I agree. And uh, it would be really fun to just have, you know, a weekly get. I mean, that's kind of the, we've talked about it before, but always playing new games. I mean, wouldn't it be great to just Commands of Colors Ancients? We're playing that every week. For, for the next year you know what i'm saying yeah. really get really in depth with a game like that and that's the the c- curse you know what i mean yeah. like you want to play all these new games but uh also wouldn't it be nice to just really tackle some games you know yeah so yeah commands and colors ancients kind of final note here fantastic game there's a couple things missing from samurai battles but if you never had it you didn't know you lost it and it's not really that big of a deal because it's such a great game in its own right yeah came out in 2006 definitely holds up it's just really really good the blocks are great the map uh the version we have we did something it's it's misprinted on one side i don't even want to talk about it (laughs) it's misprinted on one side and we always just did whatever we had to do to uh fix the error you know because there wasn't one of the lines in it that separates a section yeah whatever we had to do and then this last time we were playing we were playing and we noticed hey this map isn't misprinted and we look on the back side of the map, and it's the misprinted version. Never in all those plays realized that uh, the other side was correct. Yeah. <laughs> we just kept using the wrong side. We're idiots. Sometimes. I don't know if that's in current printings or not, because <laughs> uh, like I said, I bought mine used. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Commands of Colors Ancients, if, you, if you're wanting to get into war games, it is the absolute best way to get into war games. Then maybe you're playing stuff like War Stories, uh, the, the, which is an actual block game, but it's kind of like a introductory level block game and then hopefully one day maybe you're playing uh julius caesar hammer of the scots from uh columbia games and then maybe you're playing blocks in africa so who knows but commands of colors ancients really really dig that game 